fuck this, man. Ain't no fucking sus right here. Yeah, I'll get to myself double check a motherfucking there, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Got this shit fucked up. Got this shit fucked up. correct the first one was no source with day after day followed up by jane cruising too thick got a stacked show for you today so many bangers locked in and our first guest mix and interview of the year an exciting year for the genre and an exciting show ahead of us keep it locked
bangers. That last one, Bandit. I was a gangster before a celeb. Followed up by my boy Laps with 12 gauge. But yes, welcome back. Welcome to 2024. It's the first show of the year, volume 19. Today, talking to one of my favorite artists from over the pond. Guy's a key player in the community, runs frequent beat battles via Discord. Generally just a high energy character, high energy music. Then about 45 minutes, I'll be sitting down for a chat, a little rocket man, followed on by his guest mix. This is the Funk Show with Teddy Colour.
arrow, quick splash up on the wall. Blood all a drip, all a drag it down the aisle. Oh shit, I don't check in, just know I'm at the top, bitch. I fuck that bitch and now she telling me she nauseous. I cut that nigga into pieces cause I lost her. I don't stop until your blood is leaking like a faucet.
Shorty slides, yeah. Don't even price, yeah. Ain't no OB, not even price, yeah. Don't even try, yeah. I woke with the Lord, yeah. I woke with the sword. You think you bad for breaking the law? Of course you don't know why you believe it. Rappers just come for the season. Send for me, you gon' need defense. I do not move with the pretend. Been on my dolo as a freezer. Needed a distance, like I need a precision. I know the upside to a strong eye on the righteous. So I'm like this, and I made this for you to like it. So I'm like this, and I made this for you to. today that high energy I'm trying to mix right now how I'd mix in the venue speaking of venues TPS is throwing its first event of 2024 on the 17th of February Catch myself, Blue Bear, Laps, Jay Wester, Crash Dubs, and Glinks down at the Castle Old Gate. Calling this one Trapping in Colour. Get yourself locked in. This is a fun show with Teddy
Damn, that mix sounded kind of whack. Crazy track though. That could go up whoa bass. Intro's got some uh, offset snares. Yeah, sinister stuff.
This is the Funk Show with Teddy Color. All right. Yo. There we go. What's up, bro? Good, man. How you doing? Pretty good. Chilling. Okay, there you go. You can see me. You still recovering from... um... From the show, bro, a little bit. Yeah, that <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> that joint you, Dude, you guys that was, were blazing, that shit was insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, three ounce joint, man. Damn, you guys love it over there. I'd have like one one drag on a joint like that. I'd be I'd be on the floor, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Coloradoans are built different, bro. For real. So yeah, first question really would be: you're you're based in. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correct. Is, is it Boulder? I was based in Boulder. That's uh, it's the town I grew up in, but I just moved here to Denver like six okay. months ago, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Are, are they close? You're They're staying. close. It's about, yeah, it's about like a 45 minute drive away. Right. So it's yeah. pretty close. Yeah. It's your states over there are literally like the entirety of, um, of the UK. Like it's so vast. It's crazy. Yeah. What's like the music scene like there? Is there anything that influenced you to to be a producer? Um, growing up in Boulder, the music scene is not amazing. It's not great. Um, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of EDM. It's a lot of uh, like folk music and bluegrass and stuff like this. Uh, I grew up. I grew up uh, playing piano and like. Right. Um, I had the teacher in Boulder and I would do uh, I would do like a bunch of classical piano stuff. I didn't really like it, but um, it definitely set me up for producing later on. That's good. Uh, I think a lot of producers, they're not really not, there's very few that seem to be actually playing keys. So it sets you apart yeah. like differently. You can be more creative and uh, yeah, I guess introduce VSTs, which I, I still think, although funk's a very sample based music, it, it mm-hmm. definitely elevated a bit of people started getting a little bit more creative with the keys. For sure, yeah, 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 definitely. Like more creative layering, you know, and just not just slapping the same samples and drum loops and stuff together, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people now, especially the newer producers, they're, they're working solely out of kits. So mm-hmm. as yeah. someone that's got to dig for tunes constantly, it's like, I'll be hearing that sample. Um, I can almost point out which like kit it's come from. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it's it's a good starting point, but yeah, I feel like yeah, it's very easy for sounds to get washed out. For sure, for yeah, sure. With that, what would your introduction to to the genre be? It's funny. Uh, well, I was listening to a lot of hip hop in college and high school. Um, never really funk though. I, I really I got into like UGK and. Uh, 
Pimp C and DJ Screw on my own. And then uh, this kid from class, uh, he put on a Trapping in Japan uh, mix one time when we were hanging out. And it was uh, DJ Young Vamp Blessing. Yeah, mine, man, mine's the exact same one. Yep, such a great track and like the video fits perfectly. And I was already kind of making stuff close to that. So I was like, damn, I got to get into this shit. Yeah, it's so good to hear that other people had that same introduction because I was yeah. shocked by it. And like at the mm -hmm. time I, I was just absolutely caning um, drum and bass mm -hmm. and dubstep. Uh, completely That's flipped sick. it because it's such a, mm -hmm. in comparison to what I was listening to, it's, it's slow, like low and lazy. So yeah, really. How did you, how did you transition into into being a, a funk producer? Um, I I'd already kind of been making. Oh, I'd already kind of been making funk. Um, but I didn't really I didn't really know it. Um, so I made a few tracks and like didn't really get any plays at all. Um, I'm trying to think. I just I just started to like look into the community, you know, and like study and see who the guys were. And mm. I uh, I start I hit up like Freddie Confetti pretty early on, and we talked and like exchanged music and stuff. And he was very supportive. He's and then uh, he's such a nice he character. Yeah, us. definitely. Bro. Shout out to him. him. Absolutely. Yeah, meeting up mm. with him in Germany was so surreal. I remember I stood in the kitchen with him. All the guys mm. went out for some dinner, but we were feeling pretty ropey after the, it's like the day after the show. And I was mm -hmm. just like, I remember saying to him, I was like, Freddie, man, it's fucking surreal. Just like being stood here with you guys, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah, it's so cool, man. That's what I like so as cool. well about you, because you're, um, you're like really getting the community involved with these these competitions and stuff that you're doing on Discord. And um, thanks, man. Definitely bringing the community together, which is good, because I feel like in areas people are people can be quite distant and reserved mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. i guess if, if that's how they want to be that's fine but i feel like ultimately if we want to if we want to grow a live presence then we need to yep. communicate and and work together 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah with that who would you say who would your most like interesting artist uh be mm. you collaborated that's uh, very tough everybody's interesting in their own ways you know <laughs> I uh J Jason Rich I just gotta like shout it out because he was one of the first guys I got to collaborate with I remember I saw a post on Instagram like don't spend your money on designer clothes like collabs are open DM and he had like the money <laughs> like a picture of his bank account with like negative whatever money so I hit him up <laughs> And uh, he's got some racks there now that he's doing bits with um, now. Oh, yeah, what's hopefully what's gravy, young gravy, Gra gravy. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he's doing well, which is sick. It's awesome to see funk producers getting uh, getting some collabs with like major major artists. Roland doing the same thing too with Bones right exactly. now. Yeah, wow. Exactly. So yeah, it's all like um, even though it kind of seems small, the community seems a bit reserved. It's yeah, it's definitely good to see these the bigger artists um, making these connections because hopefully hopefully it, it drags us all up with it you know 100 percent, yeah man yeah and it's just kind of confirmation that like people like our music you know yeah they like the style of stuff they just don't they just don't know it or aren't exposed to it yeah. you know this is why I'm, yeah um you know there's like there's so many videos on on youtube right now that are all explaining what funk is 
Like, mm -hmm. although it's good to educate people, I feel like it's also a bit, it's a bit long, isn't it? That people, if they do stumble upon these videos, they're almost like, as soon as they're introduced to it, they're like, oh, fucking hell, this is a bit like all over the shop. Like, is that going to yeah. make people think, oh, this shit's too, like, complicated? Or there's, like, especially with the drift and OG, like, yeah. there's, like, tension between the two. Is it going to, like, discourage people to actually get involved, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. I I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens. I, I, I kind of feel like... Um, I kind of feel like... My, I mean, obviously, the stuff I make is funk but like a lot of people just consider it trap or hip-hop you know exactly, and like yeah. when i show my friends they're just like oh this is just like hip-hop music or something you know yeah. i hope it doesn't get like lost in that yeah we'll see man we'll see you know exactly. <laughs> say sometimes i feel like there's just way too much discussion there's like although there's yeah producers producing but there's also a lot of people that are just spending all their time like being nitpicking like, little yeah. fucking details and stuff you know fuck it dude yeah it's just exactly. it's just music at the end of the day like you just try to promote and push like good stuff you know unique like quality stuff and exactly that's all we can do yeah but yeah, yeah. as well i guess because it's um obviously the live scenes come about and you've you've transitioned from not only a producer but to a dj and and a performer so yeah how what inspired you to to get into the to the live aspect of it and how was it as well? How did you find it? It's a good question. Um, I can't remember exactly what got me. Into, I mean, I think just seeing like Vamp and Sudier and back when playing shows was like, oh man, I really want to try this out. You know, like as a bedroom producer for so many years, just working on your own, it gets it gets tough, man. It gets isolating. Like it's it's the the feeling of seeing somebody react to a song that you've spent months on live is just like you know it's Crazy, it's uncomparable man. like it's the best shit yeah yeah and and now that i've gotten into it like starting to meet more people in person you know and like it really it really makes it feel like more real you know and like i, I don't know like i'm not just gonna just disappear and like i don't know you know like everything's like in person like you know in real life i kind of envy that as well like from your producer side that you can take so many of your tracks onto the stage like i still get a lot of enjoyment out of just djing but um mm -hmm. I, because i've i've essentially given up producing I, I, I can do it but i don't get much enjoyment out of it anymore so yeah, yeah, like I've sort yeah. of missed out on that ability to uh, to throw my own tunes. Yeah, it's still fun. I, I throw in like almost fifty percent of the homies' tracks in my sets sometimes. You know, like Absolutely. it's just it's just fun to play. Yeah, for real. So like, um, so now that you are a DJ and an artist, what's your what's your mission with all this? What's uh, what's the plan? The plan, man, is to continue to build my own artists. Um, you know, I'm gonna keep keep releasing funk tapes for the people that like them. Keep keep on building my my streams and my following. Um, but I also really want to work with some rappers, you know, yeah. and, uh, and get some placements. I think like like Roland and like Jason, like this is the next the next level, and this is how we bring funk out of like a little bit more out of the underground and get it some yeah. more attention. You know, um, yeah, and. Uh, I'd love to get into some festivals, you know. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think. I think it's definitely possible, though. Like, 
the last show with the Funk Around crew did really, really well. Um, everybody, everybody was vibing, even without Vamp. You know, even with this crazy fucking drama. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. That is it is one of my questions for a bit later on. I was just gonna, yes, yeah, 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 think yeah. about the whole situation. Um, I'm happy to address that for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, let's talk about the the Funk Around show, man. Because uh, man, every mm-hmm. time they go on, I I get the biggest FOMO. I'm just sat over here like. Uh, everything's going on over there and I, I, just, I just can't get to it it's the same bro it's the same here like every when I see you guys throwing Hamburg like I was I, oh my god I was so jealous I just yeah. wanted to be there Bad. Uh, all the Hamburg guys man because like I say the energy's always on top and mm-hmm. yeah it's like the, the shows aren't like like that frequent but when they are they're always they're always good you know and it's a shame about this, like because they've got such a strict no camera policy uh like oh really was telling me that basically if, uh-huh. if the if you book the venue you put loads of footage up and the venue finds it online they just won't allow you to do it again um and like Damn. every time i've gone to to venues in uh, hamburg there's usually signs around saying like no no photography and shit like that so, oh man that's so lame it's mad isn't it because they're doing the most and they can't even yeah if we had footage we could promote it like all over but real we would kill for that kind of footage like the raves and mosh pits and people just dancing hard like that shit is awesome i was quite lucky with the roland jones show because i was walking around with a, a film camera and they said to me specifically no flash but i couldn't like the camera i can't turn the flash off like it's it's like a 1990s camera so but i just mm-hmm. but i was so i was so waved bro i was just like nah i'm not i'm not paying attention to that i'm just gonna go for it yeah the yeah shots yeah. come out so crazy so good dude i'm, I'm really glad yeah, you got those man Definitely. yeah grab yourself a grab yourself an old film camera and some uh i use kodak ektar with flash and yeah that shit comes out so far okay okay all right bet hell yeah but hell um, yeah yeah so did you attend the the one year anniversary as well or just the second <clears throat> yep i i did yeah yeah uh yeah that was a that was a great show too like i think this one was bigger though i think this one was even bigger yeah the venue yeah. certainly looked like um way <clears throat> way longer uh looked like mm-hmm. more people of the like the footage from the black box it's it's definitely more square the the stage looks sort of mm-hmm. higher but um for sure yeah how was it like because I, I guess it was just all it was all residents well I think um, back when in Escape, you know, they've been putting in work, bro. Like, they just played the Ogden was super task, and that's like a one thousand plus venue, and they sold it out. You know, seen that picture? Yeah, that that was yeah, yeah. I went to that show. It was it was amazing, bro. Like everybody killed it, but those two had the hardest sets by far. Yeah, by far of the night. Which yeah. is awesome. So I'm sure that helped to sell, you know, sell it to the crowd. That's what I mean. I was like tripping over my words there, but what I mean is, it's like it's impressive that it was still able. Because like mm-hmm. you never know if some of the fans were going to be like, oh shit, I was actually only turning up for Vamp. But the fact that they've still pulled through, I even heard um, someone actually DM me and said that the sales of tickets went up after all the. I heard that too. Arrest. I heard yeah. that too. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean, Vamp, bro, Vamp's really got a bad reputation with his fans because, like, I tried to see him twice and he didn't show up yeah. either time. And I yeah. paid both times, you know, it's terrible. 
That's um, what I mean. It's I want to address the whole thing without like going without like going into like a negative conversation. But I think it it's definitely something that people should be talking about aloud because I feel there's, yeah. there's very few there's very few um, funk artists who are like sort of high status, like huge followings and stuff that are, mm-hmm. that are actually like good role models. Um, yeah. Like realistically, yeah. it's like it's only really Sudier left because Smokey would be, but he's sort of he's jumped ship essentially. It's, I would say I would say some of the Holy Mob guys as well. Maybe yeah. you know they get good yeah. streams and like behave well. You know exactly. <laughs> Act like adults. Um, yeah. It's it's a shame because <laughs> I think like uh, from what I understand, the video that popped up was like super old, and it was just some guy that was basically just having another go and using it to bring up shit essentially but the fact that he then returned with all these crazy tweets and then yeah bro they're obviously gonna get screenshotted and stuff like that obviously dude yeah i mean yeah i heard the video was from march last year and it just got dropped a couple weeks ago but that doesn't matter you know like if he did it and like he didn't the thing is, he didn't deny anything that happened. He didn't like try to defend himself. He just said like, he just said like, I'm sending, I'm sending goons to your Addy, you know, with whatever. Like that's just not the way to handle it. And we're just, we're just like, like I said, like bedroom producers, bro. To go to a show and have to worry about people showing up with guns and like yeah. any kind of violence. That's insane, dude. It's insane. It's a shame, so, man, for real. Um, it's it's a huge shame, man. Like it's the guy who got me into this shit. And exactly. It's, yeah. it's sad, man. It's sad. I mean, um, I hope that, um, like I say, from us like talking about it, I don't know whether you'll hear this. Um, like I say, I'm not. We're not addressing it in a negative manner. It's just talking yeah. facts. But yeah, I yeah. hope really he like thinks, because essentially he's he's one of the pioneers. And just because you built something up doesn't doesn't give you the right to like try and tear it down with you yeah i agree 100 percent. i mean either way we should be able to like move on ourselves i feel like especially the funk around guys like shout out Corey because he's yeah the work he does behind the scenes is is crazy and yeah yeah with or without the like the big status guys i think we'll get there yeah Um, i think so too yeah with that i mean who who are some people you think are doing great stuff for the scene oh man there's a there's a lot of guys um obviously funk around crew here in denver is is killing shit um i think uh the texas guys are doing a really good job with uh, infinite wave they've been putting on almost every month a show with different lineups um <clears throat> which is awesome obviously europe is 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 amazing you got lafonkery is is doing pretty consistent shows and he's also starting to do like label releases and stuff now yeah. which is really cool yeah. um oh, he's the man yeah 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 definitely bro um i mean hamburg is dude like everybody slept on hamburg bro like they've been doing this shit for i think the longest yeah like i think i think the longest you'll see little problem i see him in so many comments where like someone's sitting themselves up and he's like nah man we fucking done that shit first (laughs) yeah 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 it's funny i mean like, like you know they they but they have it's true and they fucking they get lit dude they they yeah. the energy is is really really unmatched um which is cool you're flying out for sorry main's birthday right 
I am, dude. Yeah, you, yeah, you heard that. Hell yeah. 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 I, I haven't just potentially released like a <laughs> unannounced lineup there. But it's, it's, should be a delay. Maybe. Yeah, I think I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna try and head over for that as well. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Yeah, I think like the French guys are gonna come out as well. So hopefully we can make it a big meetup. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. That's the thing. Yeah. I think as it grows now, um, people are more inspired. I think the only the only real um, issue for for everyone is is just the the flight costs. Like we can get around in Europe, yeah. and I'm sure it's the same for you guys. You can jump around states in America. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, crossing that border, I'm just hoping that we're like, we're maybe not far from a point where it just jumps to that level of professionalism where booking fees are actually correct. Because I feel yeah. like some of the some of the artists in the States um, that are doing the more EDM stuff, like they're like getting huge paychecks for huge. For it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that can be applied pretty soon to, to, to our scene, basically. Um, yeah, man. Like we need more guys like Corey, basically, because he's got such a in-depth knowledge of the the business side. So, yeah, man. He's I think he's been working for clubs for like ten or twenty years or something. So he's really a, a super um, good person to have in our in our community. For real, yeah. He's just a yeah. proper professional. And uh, yeah. like I say, we're highlighting him and hopefully that that inspires people to, to take that role as well because it's not just about being a, real. being a producer. There's there's mm -hmm. more things involved, promoters and stuff promoters, like that. Promoters, yeah, managers, booking agents, all this stuff exactly. is very much needed, yeah. And yeah, I mean, between that, we can set up, set up tours, I say, whether it be just within our our countries like at the minute and then yeah hopefully we bridge that and we can start getting some mm. national tours going but yeah, yeah um, rolled right. through my questions pretty quick you know um uh, sorry <laughs> no, no it's, it's all good um cool but now it was amazing to finally talk to you man because like we've spoke we've spoke on messenger like messages a bunch of times and then mm -hmm. the uh involved in the like the competitions but yeah, never yeah, yeah. put a proper chat. So now it's amazing to chat to you today, man. Yeah, man, you too. You as well. I've been like wanted to talk to you for for quite a while. So it's very cool. Man. Yeah, it's it's amazing yeah. that we keep bridging the gap between between the states and the EU. Like I wanna shout out um Danny Techaholic. Although he's he's got a small following right now, but he's mm. like he's really paying attention to the scene and uh me and Sorry yeah. Main were saying how like heartwarming that that recent video he dropped was yeah that was really incredible yeah stuff, man. yeah that, that was a really cool video like he's definitely doing his research and i more guys like that we need more guys like that you know who are like really tapped into like what's happening like right now you know absolutely for real man but yeah i yeah. say this year it's like i was a bit well not slack last year but there was like quite a few uh kinks in like my workflow that i had to just like straighten out um, but mm -hmm. this year it's like I've I've managed to land the the uh, the residency on Ballamy, so it's just going to be like twelve Ballamy oh, awesome. shows, twelve awesome. TPS shows that aren't on Ballamy that uh, that mm -hmm. are in an interview like this. And on top of that, I'm going to try and do a um, an event like every other month. So nice. we'll have to we'll have to communicate and try and make that land yeah. one for you to come over. Bro, yeah, if we can, I'll be I'll be out there from April until like middle of May. So if it falls around that time, I would love to pull up for sure. Sure, man. That's the thing as well. I'm sat on um, 
So, I don't know if you've seen it, but I do, since I've lived in London, I've only done one event. Um, it mm -hmm. was back in September 2022, uh, where we had okay. Sorry Main come over and headline. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sh I filmed the whole thing myself, and the footage is insane. And then yeah. I started making an edit, and uh, I hit a bit of a brick wall. And then I was like, oh shit. Um, I just like, it just went stagnant, and the project, like, mm. I don't know if you felt that with like music production. Certain projects just, oh, just sure. hit a wall. But it's oh, a massive sure. shame. I yeah. Get that footage out. Bro, yeah. Is that, was, was Blue Bear on that one as well, or was it just Sorry Man? Nah, so the Blue Bear one was um, the the Scent West guys down in Bristol. Okay. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, even that went crazy. Like, shout yeah. out to them as well, man, because they're, they're doing bits down in Bristol. They had they had like a bit of a similar um, situation as me last year where towards the end of the year, like workflow just went a bit skew whiff, but for sure. back on track, for man. Sure. 2024 is going to be crazy for us. Hell yeah, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, bro. For real, man. Just getting started. This is the Funk Show with Teddy Color. Drum is the explosion.
know that you a hater, get smashed, find money on the dick. Oh, my 
talk in my page. I got too many options to main. All of my bitches the same. Was in the chat for a range. I did the dance like dang. She see my wrist and say dang it. All of my fresh out the pain. While the whip and walk around the kitchen with the pop right in my hand. Walk, step, slide, stand.
AR-15, bitch, don't think it's me. Pop that trunk. I got what you need. My whole team needs. Pop that trunk. Pop that trunk. Nigga, I pop that trunk. Pop that trunk. I got four fifteen. Bitch, you hear me beat. Pop that trunk. I got AR-15, bitch, don't think it's me. Pop that trunk. I got what you need. My whole team needs. Pop that trunk. Pop that trunk. Nigga, I pop that trunk. Security in the club, all 
Thank <laughs> you.